And it's time for another quick take with the Real Estate Law Podcast. My name is Jason Muth, one of the hosts of the podcast. In this quick take, we're actually going to be learning about rebranding and authenticity online. A lot of people in the real estate space look to reinvent themselves or at least invent themselves for the first time and build this online personality that helps people communicate who they are. Well beyond just here's my listings, okay, because that's a mistake that a lot of people in the real estate world do, or here's all the great stuff that I do, here's all of my investments. That doesn't really build credibility. What builds credibility is great information, things that are helpful to people who stumble upon your content or happen to follow you, and things that are beneficial to them, not to you. Okay, it's tough to separate the info from the ego. We're speaking with Laura Stewart. She's with From the Ground Up. I believe they used to be called From the Ground Up Media. Maybe they still are, but it's From the Ground Up Academy. They do sales coaching for real estate, sales solutions. They do some production, podcast production, video production as well. Uh, They're based in Toronto, and we really enjoyed having Laura on. She's a beacon of light, lots of great energy. She hosts her own podcast as well, and... We really believe what you see is what you get with Laura, okay? And that's one thing she preaches because she wants the authenticity of who she is to come across with everything that she posts online so people get to know her. And then when they get to meet her in person, they actually already know who that person is. It's not a different person. There's no bait and switch. The person you see online is the person that you see in person. So if you're struggling with rebranding or trying to build your own personality online, give a listen to this quick tip and then you can go find the full episode in the description. You know, if you're working with an agent who has an established career or maybe a second career and they're later in life, in their 40s, 50s, whatever, and this doesn't come natural to them, where do you think they should start? I have to tell you, it doesn't come, I wouldn't say natural to me either, but I understand that, you know, if you weren't born with a phone in your hand, which I wasn't, but, um, you know, maybe my late teens we got like MSN and that was kind of a cool thing. But yeah, if that was, if that happened when you were already well into your thirties, you know, I understand the difficulty here and how fast everything is moving. I think it's important to know what your goals are. So just because I'm sitting here telling, preaching, do content, more is more, more is more. That doesn't mean that's right for you where you are in your life. I'm, I'm talking exclusively to people who want to continue to build. They want to grow. If you're an established agent and you like working your database and you're kind of good with that and you only see yourself doing this, say, for five more years, that's probably going to be good enough. But if you say, oh, I'm planning on doing this for another 15 years, then I would caution you that if you're not speaking to your community online on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I am. And so you have to understand the risks involved in doing that. To get started, if you know, YouTubing, how to, how to open a TikTok account is also too difficult for you. Maybe you have a niece or a nephew, or you already have an admin person who's younger, who's able to help kind of fill in those gaps for you and help support you in that way. But I don't think this is like a one size fits all for everybody. I think having some presence online is better than none. And I think having a lot is better than some. And you kind of have to find out on the continuum where you're at and then seek help wherever you can. Like I can't edit a video to save my life. So even if I was brand new, like it really doesn't matter. I could Google how to do it, but it would still take too long. I would get frustrated and upset. Before I know it, I've spent an entire day coming up with one piece of content. That's not really a good use of my time. So at some point you have to part ways with a little bit of money perhaps 
and uh, and outsource it. And uh, if you're an established agent, then you should have a, a couple extra dollars in your pocket anyway. <laughs> when I work with some of the agents who are, you know, generationally not digital natives, the first thing I want to do before I jump into the technical is just make them realize that a lot of what people are doing online is the things that they're doing already. So it's not an entirely different world. The questions that they answer repeatedly for clients, the way that they talk to people, they're already doing this. They already have that expertise. And it's just a matter of now of putting a phone in front of their face and setting it up on some social platform. And I like what you said there. You can kind of start off with a couple platforms that are a little bit more intuitive. They might know a little bit better. They don't necessarily have to on day one, embrace five different platforms and have everything up on there. But they can just start by at least realizing before we get into any of the technical aspects of it that they're already doing a lot of this work anyway. And we can just repurpose what they're doing and just deliver it on these channels. Yeah, there's no need to overwhelm yourselves. Like, let's just pick one channel and let's try to get out one post. That's all I say. I was like, mm -hmm. it starts with one post. And don't think about your 60th post. Let's get one post done and see how it goes. Right. And I think a great place to start because people ask me often, well, where do you get all the content ideas? And as you said, you already know the content. You're having these conversations with people anyway. So perhaps you got an email last night. I'll say, bring up your email and they'll bring it up and they'll say, well, I had a client who asked me about closing costs on the home that they, that they're in conditional period for. I said, great. And how did you answer it? And then they show me the email. I'm like, that's, that's your tip that you're going to do today. These are the closing costs that you need to know if you're buying a home in XYZ state or province. It's all right there. If you're at a listing appointment, someone asks you a question about how you came to, to the listing price, that's the, that you're going to do a video on that. And so you just have to be mindful. Like your eyes just have to be open. Your ears have to be open about what's going around you and answer those questions. You don't need to overthink this. This isn't rocket science. Like we are all real estate agents. Like we know how we got here. We know how much or lack of schooling we did to get here. So let's not overthink it. Let's just get get a couple posts done. Yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I think is easy but hard for people to do. You just gave an amazing tip right there. Like they, somebody answered a question in an email and they probably answered it well. You said create a piece of content about that. Like, you know, we don't do enough of that stuff. I think most people don't do enough enough of that stuff. Uh, all the blog content, you know, that we're writing, that other people are writing, those could easily be short snippets of video as well. You could answer these questions right on camera, give the three, four bullet points that you have in a written format. I just think back to past jobs. Like, you know, my past life was working in uh, the media in various capacities, on air, consulting, sales management. And I think about all the things that I did day to day and you know, I never captured that on video for an audience of people because that kind of wasn't a thing. And I was like, well, who the heck wants to like see what a sales manager does all day long? But maybe there's people out there that want to do that. I could have very well done that saying like, hey, I'm about to go meet with these account executives and go over their prospect list right here. And, you know, think about a couple ideas comparing their numbers to last year as to how they can grow their book of business. Like, you know, here's what I look at, you know, boom, 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 point 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 and then things pop up on the screen that could have been like my video you could do this in any job in the world right it, it's so funny you said people might not want to view it like you didn't think they'd think it was interesting but like no one thought that anyone would ever want to see a picture of the food i ate for dinner and yet every time i go to a restaurant i take a picture of the food i ate for dinner people are interested and particularly if people are looking for your service at that given time they're extremely interested so i say Try to think about how you can 
educate people, particularly in the time that they're looking to buy or sell or whatever it is that your uh, your business is. Mm. And then in the meantime or the interim, how else are you entertaining them? So try to showcase a little bit of yourself. Don't just put in the profile that you like dogs. Show me your dog. That's how you're going to really humanize yourselves. And then so that content really should come easily because you're really just documenting your life. You're not creating anything. You're just documenting what you're doing with your kids on the weekend or you're showcasing that you ran a marathon and all those things should come a little bit more naturally. And what you'll find is by practicing that stuff, that feels maybe a little bit more authentic or you don't feel like you have imposter syndrome because you, you might not be educated or experienced enough to talk about it. Showcase that stuff first. It gets you used to being in front of the camera and then kind of work your way into, into your industry. And also know in terms of imposter syndrome, guys, you don't have to go on line and lie and say you've been doing something for 10 years. You can say, I'm a brand new agent. And I was sitting in a meeting today, my mentor, and he answered the question about XYZ. So you can bring in these stories where people understand that you're not necessarily the expert, but they really like being, again, along the ride, along the journey with you. So again, you don't have to lie. You don't have to say that you know things that you don't. I think another opportunity for you with the content is to say, I got an email from a client yesterday and she asked, yada, yada, yada. The key there is that I told people I was in real estate without actually bragging about my client. So instead of me doing the just listed or just sold, I'm telling you I'm active in real estate. I'm telling you I'm actively working with people without me outright bragging about it. You're just including it in storytelling. And if you can get good at storytelling, then content's going to be very, very easy for you. All right, there's another quick take with the Real Estate Law Podcast. For the full episode, go to YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or wherever you heard or listened to that quick take. We also have all of our episodes posted at realestatelawpodcast.com. So on behalf of Rory Gill, I'm Jason Muth, one of your hosts, and we thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.